Welcome back to the Bullets Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Alan Jenkins. And finally, we get a happy, we get a happy, happy podcast as the Wizards blow out the Raptors 122 to 103 in game game three of the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Um, this is the death row DC team that the Wizards have been looking for. And it took three games, but we finally got it. Obviously, um, Bradley Beal has been in a funk the first two games. He snapped out of it. Him and John Wall both had 28 points tonight. Wall had 14 assists. And both of those guys were outstanding. And what we got, we got a flashback. um, Well, yeah, we got a Death Row DC game. I'll get to that in a bit. But we also got a classic House of Guards game as both of those guys went off. The two actually combined for 40 of the 69 points at halftime. Only uh, only 16 after the break. But this one, you could tell both teams were tense to uh, to start this one. Uh, well, actually, more so just the Wizards. The Raptors actually started the game 5 or 7. They were knocking down all their three-point shots and were up uh, 19 to 12. And things really changed for the Wizards when Kelly Oubre came into the game. He, he uh, brought a lot of energy on the defensive end. He got a deflection. Then off of a Bradley Beal steal, Beal actually tripped over his feet. He found a streaking Oubre in transition for a dunk. So that got him going. That got the Wizards fired up. Um, And then, yeah, Bradley Beal, like I said, he uh, only had nine points in game two. He eclipsed that in the first quarter with 12 on five of seven shooting. Uh, the Wizards actually closed the quarter on a 12-2 run, which jump-started things into the second quarter. Um, I, I still don't feel comfortable when the all-bench the all bench lineup is out there for Washington, but Brooks, it looks like he's going to continue to do that in the first half to try and steal about three to four minutes. Um, I also don't like it when both Wall and Beal are off the court at the same time. That didn't happen in the second half. It only happened in the first half, but there was about a four to five minute stretch where Wall and Beal were both out at the same time, and Brooks went with the all bench lineup. Now, that that all bench lineup was able to keep things afloat, which was good for the Wizards. Again, Ty Lawson had had a pretty good game in in just his second the second game of playing action since coming over from China. He ended the night with five points and four or two assists, excuse me, four rebounds. But he just brings an element of of speed. Obviously, he's not as fast as John Wall, but he's quick. He can create. He's and he can get into the paint, which sometimes Sadoransky has an issue of doing. So Ty Lawson once again proved his value. Now, as far as the Wizards, they were able to. They used an 11-2 run in the second quarter to blow this thing out to 58-45. They let up on the gas a little bit. The Raptors countered with their own run. But uh, the Wizards led 69-61 to at halftime. Um, like I said before, Wall and Beal combined for 40 of those. Wall started 1-4 from the field, went 7-8 of eight since that slow start. And uh, Beal shot a scorching hot eight of eleven from three point, or excuse me, eight of eleven overall, four or five from three point range in that first half. Now, the Wizards once again seeking a jolt of energy. They got it. Um, 
The Raptors turned the ball over. John Wall threw an outlet pass to Bradley Beal. Kyle Lowry smacked him over the head while he was going up for a dunk. It was called for a flagrant one foul, and that looked to ignite the Wizards yet again because they they were in need of a jolt. Now, nothing escalated there, um, but later in that third quarter, Jonas Valanciunas, he, uh, he bulldozed his way into Marcin Gortat for the offensive foul. Bradley Beal tried to take the ball out of Valanciunas' hands to get going, to, to get the ball inbounded. Valanciunas wasn't having any of it. They, they kind of got tangled up and then things escalated and could have gotten really bad. John Wall and, and Serge Ibaka had some words for each other. Ibaka actually had to be held back. Um, you know, after that, both uh, cooler, cooler heads prevailed, but that, that was the spark that the wizards needed to get going since that little, um, dust up. The Wizards went on a 12-2 run, stretched the lead out 94-76, to and they they kind of blew this thing open in that third quarter. They outscored Toronto 32-21 to in the, in the third quarter and were up, let's see here, they were up 19, 101-82 going into the fourth. The Raptors did have one little run where they cut it to 13, Otto Porter, who was quiet for most of the game, he actually hit a very timely three-pointer, and that got the lead back up to 16, and the Wizards comfortably win this one, 122-103. to Like I said before, the Wizards got a House of Guards game when they needed it the most. John Wall isn't going to be enough in this series to beat the Raptors single-handedly. They need a big game from both guys. Tonight, they got it. This series is going to get chippy. Um, it could get chippy moving forward. I, I don't see why this would would cool down. But this was your your typical. This is your death row DC game. Uh, Markeith Morris and OG Ananobi got tangled up in the first quarter. Quarter Morris elbowed Ananobi in the back. Um, I don't know if this was kind of done to jolt the, get the team jolted up or if he just wants to flex his tough guy muscle. But regardless, that did seem to light a fire under the Wizards. Obviously, the hard foul on Bradley Beal. Um, and then the Serge Ibaka, John Wall, Bradley Beal, Jonas Valanciunas dust-up. The Wizards, they responded very well after all three of those incidents. That was the jolt of energy, energy they were looking for. And I would hope that in going forward, they don't need a dust-up to, to play with this type of energy to be engaged. But it worked. It, it worked for the Wizards in this game. Now on the defensive end, not a whole lot. Um, the Wizards just decided to play defense. This wasn't really an X and O thing. This wasn't um, a schematic thing. The Wizards locked in defensively, and you could tell they were they were first to the floor, diving for loose balls. Kelly Oubre was very active. He, amongst others, deflecting passes. Wizards did a great job crashing the glass and um, marching Gortat for as much as he'd been killed in the first two games of the series. He, you know, Valanciunas did end up with 14 points, but Gortat did a good job on him and the Wizards all of a sudden, now it's only one game, might be able to play big. 
Now, Gortat did have a flashback game as he had, let's see here, he had 16 points and five rebounds. That was on eight of 10 shooting. A lot of that was, uh, you know, quote unquote, spoon fed buckets from John Wall. But if the, if the Wizards can get this type of, of production from Gortat, they, they can now go big in the series. The Wizards did go small with a Wall, Beal, Porter, Oubre, Mike Scott lineup. Um, but but if Gortat gives them this type of energy, they can go big. More importantly, if they show up on the defensive end, they can make this a series. They didn't show up on the defensive ends in game one and two. You know, you all know what happened. Here they are showing up game three with the season essentially on the line. And, um, and it turns out a blowout victory. Mike Scott, once again, he was terrific tonight. 4-4 from the field, 2-2 from three. He actually shook. It was Pascal Siakam late in the game for the icing on the cake. Um, Siakam was crossed up, fell to the floor. Mike Scott also hit the dagger. John Wall drove baseline, found Scott in the corner for three. He knocked it down, and that was the icing on the cake. Things to look forward to for the Wizards um, going into game four. Once again, this great win for the Wizards. Um, still, you know, they, they held home courts. So now we're good. Um, but can they carry this momentum over into game four? Mainly, can they bring it on the defensive end in game four is what I'm going to be looking for. They did give up uh you know, they scored 122 points, which is great. Uh, only gave up 103 tonight, which is an improvement over the past two games. But that that's what made the difference tonight. The team combined for 10 steals tonight. Wall had four. Beal had three. And then they were also getting after it. Um, with regards to blocks, the team had eight combined blocks. Mahimi, who actually played very well tonight, had three of those. Wall had a chase down block on DeMar DeRozan. And uh, Kelly Oubre, like I said, his energy off the bench, he had to. So the Wizards, the main thing looking forward into next next game on Sunday night is can they bring this defensive energy again? It's clear that they can score. We know that they can score. When Beal and Wall are both c- clicking like this, they're a hard team to beat. But can they get stops? Can they get stops? If they can, we might be looking at a brand new series, 2-2 two to two, going back to Toronto. If they can't, we'll we'll deal with that then. 